to Rise Up For You, a unique podcast dedicated to uplifting women in their day-to-day life, but open to all to enjoy and share. My name is Natalina, the founder of Rise Up For You, through interviews with various experts and professionals on relationships, investing, self-worth, entrepreneurship, love, and health. This podcast is committed to empowering and spreading knowledge and motivation to all. Rise Up For You, be better today than yesterday and prepare for a greater tomorrow. Hello, everyone. This is Netta Lena, the host and the founder of Rise Up For You. Thank you for joining us today for this episode. We are so excited that you're here and that you're taking the time to develop you and to learn more about how to live your best life and to truly rise up for you. Before we jump into our episode today, I want to remind you guys that our conference is coming up on November 6th, and I know it seems like it's so far away, but we really want to promote that you put that down in your calendar, that you save that date, and that you come out to California and join hundreds of empowering women to learn, develop, connect, collaborate, network, and just have a great time together. We're going to have food there, we're going to have entertainment, and we're going to have some incredible women on stage speaking to us and helping us be the best that we can be. We hope to see you there. Again, you could go to uh, www.riseupforyou.com forward slash events where all the information is there and you can register today and bring a friend with you because again, it's going to be incredible. So today we have an awesome episode that's going to be talking about what it means to have a bold life. Kimberly Rich will be joining us today. She is the host of the Bold Life Movement podcast on iTunes, where each week she shares inspiring interviews with real people who are living boldly and creating life on their own terms. I've had the honor to be on her show, and she was great, and the the interview was great, and I really enjoyed going on there as a guest. So today she's going to be joining us on the Rise Up For You podcast. She is a success and empowerment coach and the founder of the Bold Life Movement. And she has some great stuff coming out in the future that we're going to talk to you about, as well as she's going to give us some tips on what it really means to live a bold life. What does that mean? How do we do it? And what are some things that are getting in our way that we can cut out today? Rise up for you and enjoy this episode. Kimberly, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm honored to have you on the show. I always like to start off by letting the audience get to know who our guest is for the day. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Sure. So my name is Kimberly Rich, and I founded the boldlifemovement.com, which Originally, it just sort of started out as a blog for me to be able to share with my audience some kind of bold and rather taboo things that I had done in my life, but that had always really served me well. And it kind of evolved from there. It became now what is a success coaching business and also a podcast, the Bold Life Movement podcast. So I really am just like super passionate about helping people get clear on what they want for their life because a lot of people don't really know. And then uh, cultivate the assertiveness and the confidence to actually go after that. And those are the things that I spend most of my days doing. And those are the type of people that I like to interview on my show to help inspire people. 
I love that. So tell us a little bit more about how you got into this field. I know you mentioned that you had some bold moves in your life. Can you tell us a little bit more about that journey and how you got here today? A few years ago, I think this was 2013, I quit my corporate job and managed to secure an online position that let me move abroad. It was a huge goal of mine and it had always been a big passion to travel and sort of live remotely. And once I made that happen for myself, it was like everything just snowballed from there. My network changed. It grew to hundreds, if not thousands of people from all over the world that were living abroad and working on the internet. And so I sort of became exposed to this lifestyle at the time. Fast forward a couple of years, the position was no longer something that really suited me. There wasn't really opportunities for growth there. And I was kind of at this I want to say like a really low point. Like I lost that position. I lost my relationship that I had when I moved back to the States. And I was like, what do I do from here? You know, I had this really great moment of making my life exactly what I wanted it to be. And now it's just not in alignment with me anymore. So I was actually at a conference called World Domination Summit. Are you familiar with that? I have not heard of that. I'll have to look that up. So World Domination Summit is something that goes on every summer in Portland and it's put on by Chris Gillibo. He's a popular author in this space. And so I was at this conference and I'm feeling really inspired and I'm surrounded by people with really similar values of community, adventure, growth. And I realized like, okay, all these different things I've done in my life are stories that other people could benefit from. You know, I was in unintentionally coaching my friends on how to have more confidence, be more assertive, create boundaries in their life, go after what they want, etc. And so I started writing about it. And then once I started writing about it, it sort of evolved into, well, how can I grow this? How can I reach more people? And, and I realized that there was a name for what I was doing and it was called coaching. So once I figured that out, it was like, a light bulb went off and I just dove in head first and haven't looked back since. I love that. So, you know, this can be very difficult, I guess, for people that are still working a nine to five job and there's nothing wrong with that. And some people want that. But for those that are kind of feeling stuck and as you mentioned, the growth is no longer there in their in their job. How do they make that first step? How do they make that leap? And what are some pros and cons that maybe you can talk with us through? Sure. So I think that the number one thing when I'm working with any clients is to really start with what is their desire? You know, a lot of people are stuck because they know what they don't want, but they actually haven't taken the time or created the space to figure out what they do want, uh, whether that's in career or in their relationship or whatever feeling of friction that they have in their life. They really need to give themselves the space and the permission to figure out what would make them happy. And then they can start to proactively add things into their life that would take them on that path. And so I think that the first thing that people can do is just get really, really clear about their desires. And then once you have that, you can work backwards and create a plan. So if you're feeling stuck in your career or in your relationship, the default is to really focus on all the things you don't like. And when you're being introspective, I think that people spend a lot of time doing that, unfortunately. And so that can be a little bit uh, to detriment. You know what I mean? And I think that 
once they start shifting towards the positive and really thinking about where they want to be instead of where they are or where they don't want to be, then that's when the, the change can start to happen. I mean, you have, you have similar stories with your clients, I'm sure, Netta. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I was just going to say, you know, cause we're in very similar field and I'm sure that you're going to agree with this is that it's not the skill or technique that's holding people back from making that jump or even sometimes what they want, it's, it's really more the confidence and the mindset that they're going to be successful or Definitely. the fear of not having it comfortable because it's not comfortable. And you know that when you make that shift or you make that transition or you take the leap, there are moments of uncertainty. But uh, I think that a lot of times people just get really stuck in that, that structure of I go, I make a paycheck, I have my benefits. I go, I make a paycheck. And even though they feel stuck, they just get used to it. And it's something that they really latch onto that's very comfortable for them. Definitely. I think that uh, people who have success the difference between them and others is that they get really comfortable with their relationship with uncertainty. You know, it's not that the fear goes away. It's not that the uncertainty goes away or the risk decreases the more that you take, um, take these types of leaps. It's always the same. In fact, you're probably taking bigger leaps and bigger risks because you're up-leveling so much. But the, the difference is that people who go after them just get comfortable facing it and embracing it. And, and that's where the really big changes can happen. Right. So what are some of the things that you see, I guess, that are sabotaging with your clients? What are the, I guess, maybe the top three things that you notice that can really get in the way of them building their own success? I think one thing is not being consistent when it comes to mindset. Yeah. It's awesome for you to sit down with a coach for a day or a great book or a great podcast and really feel inspired and high vibe afterwards. But the trick is that you have to be consistent with that stuff. The first thing that we often let go of when things start to go well is the proactive mindset work. And it's really like a constant, uh, a constant practice. It's like a muscle. You just need to keep building it forever really. And I think that not being consistent with that can be to a lot of people's detriment. Um, another thing that people do to sabotage themselves, really not being confident enough to let go of the things in their life that aren't serving them. You know, um, the support of a coach is really a great starting place. Your coach can't actually get you to stop hanging around the toxic people in your life. Stop consuming the toxic things that you read or watch on TV. You know, you really have to create space in your life for these new, more positive, more inspiring things that you want to be doing. And if you're not willing to let go of the old stuff, you're not really going to have space for the new stuff. Yeah. Well said. Absolutely. I agree with that 100%. It's funny that you mentioned that about a coach, because I think that sometimes people walk in to working with the coach and like, okay, give it to me. Here we go. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, do it for me. Yeah. And it's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Yeah, we yeah, guide yeah. you, we help you with the tools, but at the end of the day, you have to be the one that's making those decisions, putting yourself in a positive circle, continuously taking those actions and moving forward. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I think that that might be one of the biggest misconceptions that people have when they hire a coach is thinking that it's sort of like a done for you service, similar to these you know, maybe like an online program or an info product, but that's not the case. I mean, a coach can help hold you accountable and can support you. And in the end though, they're only showing you things that you 
already know about yourself. I always relate it to health and fitness coaches. A personal trainer doesn't do all of the exercise and, you know, they don't sit there and sweat. (laughs) You're the one that's actually implementing the exercises and they're just giving you the tools to be successful. Exactly. That's an awesome analogy. I'm totally going to steal that. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's okay. Steal away. (laughs) So what does it really mean to live a bold life? What does that mean? Bold life movement? I was really conscious when I chose that name, specifically the word bold for me is someone who is okay with doing things that are uncomfortable, doing things that other people might judge you for, but you're so in tune with your own tuition that you do it anyway. And typically you'll find that it does serve you well. (laughs) And so the movement aspect for me is that I'm really passionate about helping more and more people, you know, having a really wide reach when it comes to empowering individuals who are just not living life on their own terms. You know, that could be within their career paths that they've followed because society told them to, or their families told them to, or within relationships where they're playing small because they're not actually asserting with their partner what they like or what makes them happy inside or outside of the bedroom. I mean, it really, it spans a pretty wide gamut of of things because I just want people to have that liberated feeling that I have when I know I'm living life the way that is best for me. In the end, what I find is that I'm able to serve more people and my friends and family are able to be happier when I'm happier. And so I think that that's one of the biggest lessons my clients see. I'm sure that you find the same with yours. Absolutely. So why do you think that this is important? I mean, I know this answer, but I think it's always great for our audience to really hear the importance of living a bold life, a life of freedom, a life of happiness, a life of success that isn't necessarily monetarily, but you know, having that freedom, having the ability to do what you want and to create your happiness. Well, I definitely think that if more people in the world are happy, then there'd be less violence, less poverty. I mean, if we're all looking out for ourselves in such a way that we're capable of looking out for each other, then I think that it just makes the world a better place to live and it makes life more enjoyable for everyone. I agree with that. I agree with that. Kimberly, thank you so much for joining us today. I have a a few more questions. I want to jump into the power section. Awesome. Can you tell us one book that you've read that's had a massive impact on your life that you would recommend to us? Well, I'm going to give you two. I'm sorry. I can't help myself. So in 2013, the book that really changed my life was The 4-Hour Work Week. That is more relevant for people who want to understand what options are available to them for their career and that they don't necessarily have to have a traditional career. Since that's a big part of my story, that's something that I, I feel compelled to share. In regards to where I'm at now and and the type of work I'm doing now with my clients, I would say You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero was really pivotal for me. I read that uh, a couple weeks, maybe a few months after I'd started the Bold Life Movement just as a blog, and it really puts self-development or personal growth in layman's terms, and it makes it super accessible, really easy to digest, and it's an entertaining book. So I would highly recommend that. That was when I realized what I was doing was called coaching and that, um, you know, really, that really started helping me step into my own power. And I think that it can for a lot of people too. Just out of curiosity for our listeners, how often do you find yourself reading a book or, you know, reading a chapter or whatnot? If I'm being true to myself daily, whether it's a podcast or a book that, you know, like a self-help book or right. something like Think and Grow Rich, Science of Getting Rich, You Are a Badass, Infinite Possibilities. These are just a few that I love. 
These books help keep me really high vibe and help remind me what my mind is capable of and what I'm capable of as a, as a person. So having that type of content in my life on a daily basis is what keeps me going truly. Cause that's that mindset work we were talking about earlier. Right. Absolutely. And what's one thing that you've accomplished that you're proud of thus far, Kimberly? Whew. That's a tough one. <laughs> yeah. I think that as of lately, I would say creating the podcast and connecting with people that have really inspired me and having them agree to come on the show. Um, I have Chris Gillibo coming up on my podcast soon, and he is someone who I, you know, I read his book two years ago. I went to his conference last year and, and I look up to him so much and the impact that he's had on the world and to be able to now be connected with him on a personal level and have this platform where I get to share that information with other people and just increase the impact that both of us are able to have that really moves me. And that really, um, inspires me and gives me a sense of pride. So congratulations on that. Thank you. You're welcome. And are there any routines that you have that help you get a positive rise in your life, whether it's a daily routine or a morning routine? Yeah, I think it goes back to what we were saying about listening to podcasts or reading books. I, the thing about that is like, I don't look at it as work. Obviously it contributes to my business, but because I am conscious about going outside when I'm listening to you know, one of my favorite podcasts or sitting out on my patio while I'm reading the book, it's away from the computer. And so it sort of feels like a gift to me. Mm. And the feeling that I have when I'm done, I'm just like so full of new content, so inspired, feeling super powerful. And I just wish that other people could, could embrace the benefit of that sort of practice and implement something that's, you know, the equivalent for them in their daily life. Cause it, it helps me feel so excited and happy about the day. Oh yeah. I mean, it definitely jumpstarts your, your action and your happiness. There's so many things that it does that, uh, there are, there are times when, uh, when I meet people that don't have a, you know, a daily routine or something that they do. And I'm like, you know, you really got to try it. <laughs> yeah. And after yeah. about like a week, they're like, Oh my gosh, I see significant improvements. It, it really does help a lot. Yeah. I'm curious, Netta, what is your daily routine or morning ritual? Yeah. So I do a couple of things. The first thing I do is go downstairs, have my favorite cup of coffee, and I just sit in silence for like 30 to 45 minutes Mm. and just enjoy the space, right? Like I don't... so therapeutic. (laughs) You know, I try not to jump on like technology too soon. So just enjoy that cup of coffee. Um, And then from there, I'll actually go upstairs and I'll get ready for the day. You know, I'll put my makeup on and just feel good. Yeah. And then I will absolutely work out even after I put my makeup on because it just feels good to be out and about uh, once I'm ready. And then I'll come back and, you know, clean up a little bit more. And then I'll read. Like I'll read. Yeah. And sometimes it's just a couple chapters, depending how I feel that day. Sometimes it's 10 pages, but uh, I'll always read something. Sometimes I'll bounce around from book to book, you know, just depending how I feel. Yeah, I love that. I know that you're supposed to be interviewing me, but I have one more question. <laughs> Fine, I love it. <laughs> I'm wondering for people who you work with who do have a nine to five and don't really have the option for that sort of leisurely morning, what kind of advice do you give them? Well, the, the thing that I always tell them is, is you have to make it an option, 
right? Make it a must, yeah. You have to. It's it's like, you know, everyone says, well, you know, I work a nine to five. It's like, right, but you're, you're then making the choice that you're not going to wake up that hour earlier to maybe get it in, right? Yeah. So we all have a choice to either wake up at, you know, 7.30 and then get ready for the day and leave or wake up at 6.30 and incorporate that 45 minutes of doing something that's just positive for yourself that, you know, doesn't necessarily, you know, correlate to money or anything. It's just you're waking up. You're going to read a little bit, uh, you know, maybe some development, do like a 15 minute workout or a stretch. Like we, we make that choice. And then same thing when we come back, you know, from work at 5 PM, it's, you know, a lot of times people, you know, well, I get back home at five and then I cook dinner till about six. I spend time with the family till seven, eight, and then I go to bed at eight 30. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. well, you definitely have a choice to go to bed at nine 30 instead and add in that extra hour where you can do something great for yourself, whether, you know, it's a routine working out anything. Definitely. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. We always make time for our musts and Mike Dooley, who wrote infinite possibilities and leveraging the universe. I don't know if you're familiar with him, Mm -hmm. but he, he gives a really great analogy when it comes to visualization, because a big part of what he writes about is that our thoughts become things. And a lot of people have resistance to sitting down for three to five minutes and just visualizing what they want. And he talks about that and compared to brushing our teeth, we all make brushing our teeth, at least I hope we do, a must. And right. we do it because someone said, our dentist, you need to do this or you're going to lose your teeth. You're going to have you're going to deal with this. You're not going to have a healthy jaw, you know, list of reasons. And it's like, visualization is the same. If we could prioritize three minutes every day and make it a must, knowing that spending that time picturing what we want in life is quicker going to bring it to us, then so many things would be different. It's like, you could just have to choose. You have to make it a must. Same with exercise, same with other mindset practices, which I thought was a really great analogy. Absolutely. You do. And you know, for my clients, now that we're talking about it, that do, that are still working, that are wanting to make that shift, you know, I tell them, put it in like a meeting, you know, if, if you want to work out, cause a lot of times they go, I don't have time to work out. I have time to do this. And I'm like, but put it in like a meeting. Right. So I give them this calendar. And if you, if you book yourself from six to seven, that's your workout time. That's your you time. That's your happy time. When somebody comes along and says, Hey, I want to do this at six, you can gracefully decline and say, I'm so sorry. I'm booked. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. They don't need to know that you're booked with yourself. It doesn't matter. You're booked. <laughs> yeah. And why, but why couldn't you be booked? with yourself. Exactly. You know I mean? If you had plans with someone else, you would say, I have plans Absolutely. with someone else as if it was just as important. So I think empowering people to really, um, Honor embrace themselves. that it's okay to make yourself a priority is, is super important. 100%. Um, it's been such an honor to have you on the show. Is there anything that we didn't get a chance to talk about that you want to say or share with us? Maybe like a last golden nugget. Um, well, one thing that I'm, I'll share a lesson that I've learned recently and then, um, what's coming from it just, just to help inspire your listeners a little bit. One thing that I've been really interested in doing for a long time is compiling these stories that I've talked about writing on the blog into a book and that I realized as a visibility coach, as an empowerment coach, um, as a confidence coach that sometimes you really need to listen to your own advice because I've very much been battling the resistance to sitting down and writing that book, knowing how vulnerable it's going to feel to put these stories in the world, even though I know that the impact will be great. So I've actually made a commitment to myself and to a coach I was working with 
to have the first draft done by December 1st. And so I wanted to share that with your listeners in hopes that they realize everyone struggles with these stuff, even you and I, you know, it's a constant process. And, and I want to invite anyone who's interested in getting exclusive content, early chapters, and just following along on the journey of, of the book writing process to join a Facebook group that I'm creating. And the working title right now of the book and of the group is Bold Moves for a Better Life. So if they search that on Facebook, they'll find it. My last question is, how do we stay connected and support you? The website is theboldlifemovement.com. And my name is Kimberly Rich. So if they go there and they go to theboldlifemovement.com slash free, F-R-E-E, they can actually get access to a free training as well. Uh, it's an audio training helping people to start creating their ideal life. And they can follow me on all the socials as well. They're all linked up on the website. I love that. Thank you so much for your time. And I like that you told us your goal date, December 1st, because... December 1st. Yeah. We're able to help keep you accountable, right? So all the rides up for you team is going to be like, December 1st. Exactly. Oh, gosh. Yes. That's so great. Thank you again for joining us. It's been such a pleasure to have you on. Thank you so much, Nada. It's so nice getting to chat with you. That is the end of our episode. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your friends and family. You can post it on social media and help us spread the word. If you aren't already, you can follow me, Natalina, the host and founder of Rise Up For You, all over social media at Rise Up For You. You'll find us on Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, Periscope, and Twitter. There's something new and different on every network, so be sure to check us out. There's a ton of empowering information that is being spread through our media outlets and we want to make sure that you get the full benefits of it. Thank you again for joining. We will see you next episode. Rise up for you. Be better today than yesterday and prepare for a greater tomorrow. Tomorrow.